Hallelujah. Lift up your two hands towards heaven. Say after me, my father, my father. You need to do better than that. Say, my father, my father. Thank you for every progress made so far. Thank you for bringing me and lifting me up. Thank you for miracles and mercy and kindness. Lift up your voice anywhere you are. Let's go. I offer prayers unto our God. Oh, Father, we bless, we bless, we honor your name. Shekuzene porona makia, holusine ke velombro kiteneske, sembambre ki papa sapalideske. Father, we give you the praise and the glory and the praise and the glory. Shani kebara katalabara zeke telabakata damate. Sila boku shila kombe nasibata ne atwaka. Skemante brakteki zomengorati ne bakush in bondia. In bondia makena palo si prutike. Sila monki pani matena na na na. Lakina satia, lakina satia, lakina satia. Ambane subene kumane kapalas. Et comprotune kruti membena shidata. Et la dina posila brakedigiri vishata. In Jesus' name we pray. All of the prayer points I'm leading tomorrow, I'm going to give you this morning, next level. You are going to declare this is a prophetic prayer. Before the year is over, I wear the robe of promotion. <laughs> Before this year is over, I wear the robe of promotion. Before this year is over, there will be multiple gathering in my house to celebrate. Everybody say in the name of Jesus. Before this year is over, I wear the robe of promotion. There will be multiple gatherings around me to celebrate several things the Lord has done. Lift up your hands and voices and begin to prophesy. Oh yes, go ahead. Before this year is over, I wear the robe of promotion. And there will be gatherings, several gatherings, several gatherings, several gatherings, several gatherings, several gatherings. And in Jesus' name we pray. I said in Jesus' name we pray. Can I declare over you today? No more catching up. You are now setting the pace. Hallelujah. No more catching up, sir. You are now setting the pace. No more catching up, sir. You are now leading the industry. No more catching up, sir. You are leading the way. In the name of Jesus Christ. No matter where you have been, the lifting power of the Holy Ghost is changing your location. It's changing your status. You are becoming ahead of other people. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. Please, you can have your seats. Glory to God. Just to let you know, th- those are some of my prayer points for tomorrow NLP. Tomorrow NLP is very powerful. I'm, 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 I'm praying on I receive supernatural speed. So I hope that, listen to me, all of you, I hope you join NLP because if you don't join NLP, I don't know what to say to you. I got a fantastic testimony yesterday. Fantastic. It, it was... um. 
a member of our church. He works in one of the top five auditing firms. You know those firms? PwC, KPMG, and you know. And he was a manager. He was a manager about four years ago. He went to meet his own manager, which was a partner. Partner is a large, is the highest rank in the consulting firm. He said, sir, from where I am today to where I can become a partner, how many years? The man said, minimum 10, realistically 15 years to get there. And he began to hear about what we're praying, about compression, compression. The first thing was that it was meant to get the promotion to become a senior manager. They denied him the promotion first. So his years was elongated again. Long and short about it, God made the way. He's now a partner. He went to meet the person four, four, five years ago. What should take him a 15 year journey was cut in half. Was cut in half. A partnership, when you're a partner, all of you that do a consulting background, you know what I'm talking about, right? A partner is like a, is, you know, like a director, like really high. Is a, that's how high you can be. You're a partner, you're a partner. He's not a partner. He's a managing partner now. This is fantastic. That's the part. Uh, God, see, God answers prayers here. I wanted to share testimony, but I'm going to wait for, for him to come and share. There's one of our church members, a musician, is a popular musician. I don't want to mention, I almost mentioned his name, but I want to be careful. He's a very famous musician. I want to come and share his testimony here. He said, Pastor, this is how God answered prayer. Hey? He said, I didn't know. Because we prayed yesterday. The prayer was answered today. <laughs> glory to god all right so tomorrow nlp gets ready now if you don't attend nlp the next level prayer that holds monday to friday you, you're doing the wrong thing you need to make sure you set your alarm to attend we gather here live tuesday to friday so you're doing the wrong thing please more than attending i wanted to also invite your friends i wanted to also invite your friends and when i'm leading the prayer from the habit of saying amen in the comment section i receive it and type in the prayer point so that other people can also follow when they see those comments it comes up whole people attention hope you're able to do that this week yes or no yes. hallelujah say this week i'll be at nlp with two of my friends amen praise the lord all right are we ready for the word of god today okay let me turn on my microphone hallelujah this is really good we had a very powerful first and second service like some of you don't know this but let me just go back quickly this month particularly i'm teaching the first service for those that have delayed marriages so you're single you're delayed and those that have marital challenges first service today was phenomenal but but what's you were here it was how was it come tell me how it was it was phenomenal Oh, these are the people crying as we're praying. People were just crying. They were just, I'm telling you, how was first service? Um, first service was really, the, it was practical. The wisdom of God that you shared was really practical. People were really literally in tears. Then you were simplifying things that had to do with reasons people don't experience answers to their prayers yeah. and how people can actually change things. Why some people have fast answers and it just made sense. You could tell permeating the entire atmosphere you could tell people were I'm understanding you, the people, word of god you, you, you will see people thank thank you sir you will see people that you never knew that this will mean a lot to them people like you like maybe there's a slate queen and one of the just all the tears all the makeup i'm like oh she doesn't even care about makeup right now because everything just uh, crying so all of you that are single you know someone that has delay in marriage or is troubled marriage next sunday first service will be a good service for you to attend all right let's get into the teaching today let's get into the teaching today and I want to say quickly, please, if you're new in this church, something you must know is this. Um, if you're new in the church, 
because of the different things we offer so we offer people support for their marriages we naming marriage counseling counseling we want to be able to pastor you well so someone says all those things you offer there's no time on Sunday to tell you all the things we offer but there is a class every first sunday after the third and the fourth service we have a membership class you listen and you know what we offer it also gives you the opportunity to meet other people also and ultimately where we really pass to people is our small group ministry. Someone says, but I don't have time to be attending Celebrity Sunday. Even if you don't attend Celebrity Sunday, you know, but if you belong to a small group, if you need help, you're just one call away from a pastor. You're just one call away from a pastor. So you must find a way to belong to a small group. And if you're very grown and mature, and you're like, well, I, I'm really sufficient. I just want to know how to make a difference. You can attend our ministry class. That will tell you, do a test. I'll tell you what a gift you have and where you can serve with your gift that class will hold after the service today it's a hold after the third service today in the teens church so please let's take our time and attend the classes it's it'll be good just to know how you can make a difference and how you can change lives you know someone said i can be an usher but i may have another part of your gifted in we had an amazing three days of discipleship training program wednesday shoot hands down best program ever in the history of lucky church do you guys agree? Yes. Hands down. Someone said wine press. You didn't come. Someone said, Pastor, if this is DTP, what will happen during wine press? Yeah. We literally had all of this crowd and mob extensions packed out. I was surprised how people turned out. Because we didn't even announce, we didn't do programs, we didn't do flyers. It was really powerful. All right. Okay. So today I'm talking about the four irrefutable laws of answered prayers. Today I'm going to try to cover two. And talk about the remaining two next week. So I'm going to talk about the four irrefutable laws of answer prayers. So let's turn our Bibles to Matthew chapter 6 in verse 5. Matthew chapter 6 verse 5. And the reason why I'm talking about the laws that guide prayer is this. A lot of people pray. And when they pray, they, they become frustrated. They become very, very angry. They become extremely bitter. Because they feel as if God doesn't answer their prayers. Just, just one minute. Ushers, just quickly fill up all the empty seats so that I can... I, I see you're struggling for sitting and people in the extension. So they're all the seats on my left, their pocket of seats. So you can just fill them up quickly. So that we can, you know, people don't have to stay outside before the next service starts. Alright. So, so it's, you can even start from the front. So in the musician side, we have about five seats here. So you can just quickly push them in and if you're putting the bag on the seats please all the people are staying outside and in the extensions you know i just want to help them sit down yeah and we're just believing god that we can have a bigger place and have you know because yeah yeah because yeah you, you can tell some of you you're like once you're later like i'll not get a seat how many of you are like that you know you're, you're okay okay so everybody's trying so want to get we're believing god that we can find a place i will sit before five thousand people at a time and uh, and we'll just be able to really have great services all right hallelujah and i'm really hoping that we don't have to start a fifth service because the first service is full second third all the smaller services are becoming so full you know um yeah what the second service is the first service is right now what the third service is the fourth service is becoming like it's becoming as full as this in the fourth service also all right but thank god it's god working it's god working and we're giving a praise for that okay back to the teaching so basically what i was saying is this why I'm teaching about, about the laws of answer prayers that I've experienced the frustration where you pray and pray and pray and there's nothing to show for your prayers. Sometimes when you're in that space, what you feel is that God has abandoned me. 
God has failed me. God does not love me. Some people even doubt the integrity of God. They say, God does not keep his word. And the reason why they feel that way is that they've done everything they can. But there's no answered prayer. They've prayed and prayed for that job. But there's no change. They've prayed and prayed to get married. There's no change. They've prayed and prayed for that child. There's no change. So they begin to say things that, has God abandoned me? Has God forsaken me? You know, why is this so difficult for me? And I know what it means. Like, as a matter of fact, when I was younger, I, when I was younger, I heard the story of a certain person that his twin brother died. And the twin brother, he prayed and told God and said, if you're really up there, this is my twin brother that is dead, raise him back to life. And the brother did not, did not, did not, was not raised back to die. And from that day to the day he died, he concluded that God does not exist to him. He made, he said, God doesn't exist to him. And this is the reason I'm teaching about this. Because I don't want it to be in a place where you become disappointed, frustrated, angry, and say, God doesn't answer prayers. He becomes so disappointed and angry. He said, God doesn't answer prayers. Please don't get so disappointed, not angry. So today we're thinking that we're, re- we're studying the four irrefutable laws of answer prayers. So let's read this, please. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 5, the Bible says, And when you pray, be not as the hypocrite for the love to pray, standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men, verily they have their rewards. Did you notice this? That there are people that pray and don't have the result of their prayers. Let me just slow down quickly. Maybe I should show you some. Um, maybe I should show you. Uh, what, what can I show you quickly? Uh, I mean, the Bible is full of examples. Look at these people here. They, they, they were praying. No result for it. And God begins to explain. So watch this now. Because God saw the frustration of people when it came to prayer, he began to teach them and said, if you're going to pray, this exactly the way you pray, this exactly the things that will bring results in praying. So, let's look at it again. So, he says this in verse 9. He says, but when you pray, enter into your closet. So, the people that were praying before, the Bible says they love to pray, but they love to pray for show off. There are people that pray the most when people are there. Because they want people to say, hey, spirit, spirit, ginger, hey. And God says, if one to be praising you and say, spirit, you've got to answer to your prayer. He says, but when you pray, this is what he says. He says, when you pray, enter into your closet. And when you've shut the door, pray to your father, which is in secret. And your father, which is in secret, will reward you openly. Now, look at verse 7. He says, but when you pray, what does he say? He says, use not what? He says, use not what? Vain repetition. Did he say, don't repeat your words in prayer? That's not what he says. It says, do not use what vain repetition. What a vain repetition. One, see what it says. Vain repetition. See what it says. It says, as the hidden do. What is vain repetition? For they think they shall be heard. For what? They are much speaking. So there are some people that believe that when I say it, say it, say it, say it, say it. My God that could be deaf will hear me. God says, vain repetition doesn't work. But the reason why I showed you this is because a lot of people... Pray and don't have answers to prayer. And when you pray and don't have answers to prayer, please do not conclude and say, maybe God doesn't answer my prayer. Maybe God is not kind. What I want to say is this. Maybe there's something I need to know about how prayer works. Maybe there's something I need to learn about how prayer works before you conclude the wrong thing. Glory to God. Let's look at James. Let's look at one more scripture. James chapter 5. Chapter 4 rather. James. The Bible says in verse 3. So, is it possible to pray and you don't have answer prayers? Yes. 
And when that happens to you, do not be quick to conclude. God doesn't like me. God hates me. God is not. You know, a lot of people have said, God doesn't like me. That's why. See, let me say something to you. You may be given something and don't know how to use it. So look at James chapter 4 in verse 3. The Bible says, you ask not and do what? Receive not because you ask what I miss. So it says there are some people that pray and they're not able to receive. Not because God doesn't like them, but because they don't understand the principles and the laws that govern prayer. It says you ask not and receive not because you ask the wrong way. So there's a right way of asking. It says you ask and receive not because you ask the means. What does it say? The next thing it says is that it says, but you also ask to consume upon your loss. He says sometimes the reason why your prayer is not working that your prayer is based on selfishness, not on love. So I'm only the first I want to clear out is this because a lot of people have this very big notion that God doesn't like me, God doesn't care about me, God doesn't think about me, and that's why I'm praying. Have you thought for a moment that maybe the reason why your prayer is not answered is because you are praying but you don't know how to pray effectively? Look at this verse. It says you ask and do what? No, I want to say you ask and do what? Did you notice it didn't say God does not answer? It says you are not able to receive. Because you have always thought that it's God that is not responding. God is saying that the way you've prayed, it is impossible for you to receive. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. He said, you ask and receive not. So, the, 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 the missing link is on our side, not on his side. So, as we think of prayer... so. If you have the feeling where you feel abandoned, isolated, where you are saying that you're feeling depressed, and all those things, you need to calm down and talk to yourself and say that, you know, maybe there's something to learn about prayer. And that's what I want to say to you quickly. Listen, sometime during today, find time and go to Harvest's TV, subscribe, so that you can listen to the message about prayer. Because, listen to me, prayer can be learned. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Let, let's look at this. Effective praying can be learned. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Hebrews chapter 11, sorry, Luke chapter 11 verse 1, not Hebrews. Luke chapter 11 verse 1. The Bible says this, has, and it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place, what happened? And when he had ceased, the Bible says, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, what? Hold on. Why did he say just to pray? When the disciples not praying, they were praying. But when they prayed, they saw their own results. When he prayed, they saw his own results. They were like, there's something going on here right now. How come the two of us are praying and are, one is getting so much result and so they get no result? So, it says, teach us how to pray in such a way that we can get results. Listen, by the time we're done with this, with, with, with this, with this series of prayer, you will become the person who comes to for prayers. Amen? amen? Because the proof of prayer will be all around your life. Amen. Someone say, Amen? amen. So, are there laws that guide prayer? Of course, there are laws that guide prayer. <laughs> there are laws that guide prayer. Let me look, let's look at Matthew chapter 15. I'm going to turn into a little Bible reading today. Matthew chapter 15. Oh, wow. Verse, um, verse 21. I want, to sh- I want to show you how laws guide prayer. And when Jesus departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon, Behold, a woman of Canaan. Why is a woman of Canaan? She was a non-Jew. Remember that the ministry of Jesus Christ, because Jesus Christ came under the old covenant, was primarily to Jews. 
when they sent out the apostles, he told them, don't go to anybody, but what? The lost house of the house of Israel. So this woman was a Canaanite. She was not, this woman, this woman was a Canaanite. The Bible says, behold, a woman of Cana came out of the coast and cried unto him saying, see, see what the woman said. The woman said, this woman was not a Jew. The Jews were the ones that had a connection to Jehovah or Yahweh. He said unto her, he cried unto say, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. The Bible says, and he answered her not a word. And the disciples came and besought him and sent her away to send her away, for she cried after them. And so there was almost something they knew that would not make her be responded to. The Bible says that, and he answered and said, I am not sent but what? To the lost sheep of what? Of the house of Israel. Do you know what he was saying? What he was saying is this. You have come to me to heal you. But in this my earthly ministry, my response is to the Jews. When I'm resurrected from the dead, my ministry will be open to the Jews and the Gentile. What he was saying was that based on the laws of the spirits, you cannot enter into that space you are asking for because you are not a Jew. What did the woman do? The woman was smart. That was why when the woman came, she never said, he my daughter. She said, have mercy. What is mercy? Mercy is that what I don't deserve, give it to me. That was what she was asking for. Because if she was a Jew, healing and deliverance was promised in the Jewish covenant. But the Gentiles did not have that. She was operating a principle. Let me tell you something there. Ever look up here. Ever look at There are problems you have in your life. You can't say, God, deliver me. You know why? You are the one that caused it. Some of your marital problem, you know you are the problem. Yes or no? Some of your financial problem, you know you are the one that took money, borrowed money, spent it anyhow. Now you are in debt. You don't say, Father is the devil. What is the devil about it? There's no devil. Some of you are just lying on the devil. Once you know you have messed up, you go to God. When you go to God, you say, Father, mercy. Mercy is that I don't deserve you to intervene. But what I'm asking is for your mercy. I, I know I'm the one that destroyed the relationship. What I'm asking is for mercy. This woman says, there's no reason why I should believe for a miracle. But that's for mercy. Look what Jesus Christ said. Jesus Christ said to her. And the Bible says, and he answered her. I am not sent but the lordship of the house of Israel. When she had used mercy. And Jesus Christ said that, I'm only the lordship of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him. That's another place of prayer. There's a prayer where mercy goes ahead of you. There's a prayer you say, Father, I just want to worship. She threw herself and worshipped him. She worshipped him saying, Lord, help me. What did she say? And he answered, It is not meet to take the children's bread and cast to dogs. And she said, True Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the table. What she was saying is that, Father, I'm not in your original plan. But even the dogs belong to the owner. Even though I'm not a child of God, I'm a creature of God. Even though I don't have a covenant right to you of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but yet you made me. He said, even the dogs eat of the crumb that fall of the table. That means that I. That means the owner of the house or the food is prepared for the owner of the house. But as long as the dog can toil around, because it's in that household, he will eat of it. I may not be a Jew with an established covenant with you, but because I belong to that household, as a dog, I will eat crumbs. The Bible says, "When you see, I'm only showing you something. 
when you read this on the surface, you don't understand the dimension of the principle of prayer involving sight. Because she was moving from something, and when you know how to pray, you will know that you will be switching lanes in prayer. See what the Bible says here. The Bible says this, and he answered and said to her, It is, meat to t- it is not me to, to take the children's bread to cast on the dogs. Verse 28, I want to jump quickly. And Jesus answered and said, O woman, great is thy faith. Jesus looked and said, wow. Because this woman understood spiritual principles. Even the apostle knows what was going on. He said, great is thy faith. What did he say? He said, be it unto you as you will. He didn't even say, he said, be it unto you as you will. Bible says, and her daughter was made whole from that same seminar. Hope you know, there was no apostle that Jesus Christ said he had great faith. This was a woman from outside. Because the woman understood the principle of prayer. So let's talk about prayer now. Let's turn to the book of Timothy. Second, first Timothy chapter 2 verse 1. First Timothy chapter 2 verse 1. So you saw how the, there were principles cast in the prayer. The woman said, I came on the... Um, because sometimes when we read next level prayer, I hope that... When you join yourself right, you don't just hear the prayer point, you understand how we are praying. First Timothy verse 1. Let's read together. I want to go. Are you ready? Want to go? Yes. I exalt thee therefore that first of all, supplication, prayers, intercession, giving of thanks, be made form. Question. Is it prayers? What is supplication? Prayer. What is prayer? Prayers. What's intercession? Prayer. What is giving of thanks? Prayer. What is a priest? It separated it because they are different kind of prayers. So, although prayer is a big sub issue, they are different. For example, now there are different kind of sports. Even on the sport, there are different kind of board games. For example, there's what football, there's what volleyball, there's what handball, there's what basketball. Which other board do you have? There's baseball. Do you notice that are all of them board games? Do they have the same rules? Do you notice something? Although they are all ball game, the rules are different. What is allowed in a game is fouled on that game. Yes or no? For example, in football now, if you use your hand to touch it, they say foul. But in basketball, if you use your leg to touch the ball, what is it? Foul. So in basketball, you just see someone say, hey, 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 hey. pass the ball, hey, 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 and just hey, dump it. And that's wonderful. And but in, in, in football, if you just use the hand and touch the ball, penalty where you touch the ball. There are different kinds of prayer. The rules that guide prayer are very different. Let me mention some kind of prayer for you. And you will see, so this is a problem. We try to use generic rule. So some of you, the prayer where you should not be touching, you are touching and playing foul. And angels are saying that's foul. I'll give an example. Let's talk about the kind of prayer. There's a prayer of thanksgiving. What's real thanksgiving? Just of thanking God. Number two, there's a prayer of binding and loosing. Why the like the prayer of so the prayer of thanksgiving is directed to God. The prayer of binding and loosing is directed to things. Because you cannot bind and lose God. Number three, there's prophetic prayer. What are prophetic prayers? Prophetic prayers what I begin to declare what I want to see. For example, that's the kind of prayer Ezekiel prayed. He said, Solomon, prophesy. Ezekiel just prophesied, let there be wind. Wind came. Prophetic prayer. In this prayer, you're not asking for things. You are making a clear declaration of what you want to see. 
There's also the prayer for somebody else. Sometimes we call it intercession. That's the best we can call it. Intercession prayer. For example, uh, intercession prayer is a tricky prayer. Because you are praying for someone else. And the result of that prayer, although you are praying, may not depend on you. I'll give an example. The reason why is that the will of the person you are praying for also what? Matters. And prayer cannot use, cannot use force. You can use prayer to, you can use prayer as a method to compel someone to do something else. That's witchcraft. That's why most of you that lost a relative, most of the time your prayer worked, but your relative had lost the will to live. I'll give an example. Um, recently, one of our leaders, the dad was, you know, was really ill. And when the dad was really ill, I, she said to me, Pastor, I want us to pray. So as we began to pray, I just really felt as this person, I just really felt, wow, I just really felt that the, the, the dad might not make it. I was like, why, why do I pray and have this funny feeling? So I called her and I said, um, does the dad still have the will to leave? He said, I don't know what that means. So I explained to her, does he still want to leave or is just tired? He said, I don't know. I said, okay, this is what you do. When you go and see your dad, talk to your dad about the future. Maybe like a naming, a wedding, something in the future in the next six months. Tell me how your dad feels. She didn't call me back. So I knew there was trouble. So I called her. He said, I didn't call you back because when I spoke to my dad, my dad would think here again. You know why he didn't care? Because he had lost the will to leave. So he was not thinking of what was ahead. He was thinking of where he was going to. So I told, I, I, I told her, I said, there's a problem. If we don't get your dad to have the will to leave, he will hinder our prayer. Because his will will stop our prayer. If God can force his will on you, everybody will be born again. Everybody will be born again. It even means that you will not be able to marry who you want because all I have to do is to pray you into my life. So God respects the will of prayer. That's why some of you, when you pray for your mom, and that's why when you tell me, pray for my auntie, I say, let your auntie come herself. Because in her coming, it shows her will. Eventually, the father passed on. And she now told me later on, I said, Pastor, she even though my father even said, you saw angel. I, I said, you saw angel, it's too late now. <laughs> when you have seen the other side, ah. when you see the other side, what do you want to stay here for? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But that's another kind of prayer. There's also the prayer of faith. What's the prayer of faith? The prayer of faith is a prayer you pray about things that are already given to you in Christ Jesus. Where you are using your faith to receive it. But all those prayers have, there's a prayer of consecration. The prayer of consecration is when you don't really know what the will of God is for your life, but you want to tell God, I want to do whatever you want me to do. So that's kind of prayer you pray like, Lord, not my will. Like, it's a prayer about the future. I don't know what your will is. I don't know if it's go to America or go to Canada or move to England or say Nigeria. But whatever your will is, you let your will be done. That's the prayer we pray as you let your will be done. Because in that prayer, the will of God is not known. But in some other prayer, you can never pray, let your will be gone. Let your will be done. Because the will of God is known. For example, if your child is sick, you don't say, Father, heal him or let him die. Let your will be done. No, because the Bible tells us we will not bury our children. Yes or no? So, in one prayer, it's okay to say, let your will be done. In another prayer, it's not okay to say what? Let your will be done. In one prayer, when you say so, it's a spiritual foul. Someone say, Father, if you want to be mine, give me my husband. You are not serious. Is it God that wants to be mine or do you want to marry yourself? The Bible says, whatsoever you desire, when you pray, is that what you desire? He said, Father, if you want me to marry, 
left to him either you marry what he wants for you to feel destiny yeah. are you here somebody yes, are you here somebody yes, so in a in a time of prayer this works in other prayer so so what most of us are we because they've not thought about prayer we just jam everything together in fact the, the one i hear is that father rebuke the devil for me eh? <laughs> i've not heard about this is what they say they say satan the lord what rebuke thee nonsense and they got that from zechariah when zechariah said satan the lord rebuked thee but in the book of zechariah man was not given authority yet but in luke chapter 10 verse 19 he said i give you power over all the powers of the devil that means that we don't say satan the lord rebuked thee we say in the name of jesus satan get lost so in a time of prayer it's okay in other prayer it's not okay let me show you something These are all kitchen utensils. Here, right here. Right here. All kitchen utensils. This is a blender. This is a microwave. Question. Do they do the same thing? Can they operate the same way? But what is it? Maybe it's all kitchen utensils. Anything can do anything. I can microwave here. I can do this here. You just get into trouble. That's almost all the prayer. Shabby's prayer. Why don't you bother myself about prayer? Let me, let me just open my mouth and I will pray. No, sir. You need to learn. This is a microwave. And sorry, this is a blender. This is a micro. The function of this microwave is to warm food. The function of this one is to blend things. When it comes to blending, this is what we do. When it comes to heating, this is what we do. There are certain things for certain prayers. There are certain for certain other prayers. <laughs> Glory to God. Please take away this micro. This and let me have the other microwave. This is what happens to us. We're used to praying this Old Testament way. Old Testament way. And there's a way to pray. New Testament way. But you know the thing. Have you gone to someone's house before? And they say, Can you, you're going to do us a microwave. And like, don't worry, don't worry. Someone say, okay, let me come up pretty for you. Say, ah, what is it? It's not a microwave. I can, I can operate it myself. And you get there and you can't operate it. Has it happened to you before? Wave your hands, let me see. Oh wow, thank you for being honest. So, so this is what you do. And you know, when you now get there, it's of you to admit that you can't do it. You're not just start saying, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you say, you're not start pressing. Next thing you say, is the microwave working? <laughs> See, most of you are saying it's not working, but the truth, you are the one that doesn't know how to operate it because there's a way you are used to microwave, but there's a different kind of microwave. If you want your prayer to work, you must learn the how and the when and the what of effective praying. All you have to do is to get someone that knows the microwave and say, come, teach me how to use the microwave. Have you noticed when I pray for the sick, I don't say, Father, I'm praying for the sick right now. No, because he told me, heal the sick. He didn't say, tell me. He said, heal the sick. So when I come, he has given me an assignment. How do I get there? And I say, Father, come and do the assignment. No. I just say in the name of Jesus, you sickness, come out. Why must he come out? Because I've been sent. You see, you, you are praying for your child. Father, this child must not continue like this. He said, I keep on. And God is saying that, what are you talking about? I say, heal the child. God said, heal the child. You are still praying. He said, heal the child. You wonder, Michael is not working. Why is he not working? Because he does not to Praise it. The laws that govern answer prayers. Are you learning today? Yes, sir. Are you learning today? Yes, sir. Are you learning today? Yes, 
Let's get into it. Hebrews chapter 11, the first law, verse 6. This is so powerful. Hey, somebody lift up your hands and say, thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus. Say, I'm effective in prayer. I have the results of prayer. All around me, I have the results of prayer. All around me, I have the results of prayer. All around me. Hebrews 11 verse 6. Mm. Verse 6. So this is the first principle of prayer. Of answered prayer. But without faith it is impossible to please God. But why? He that what? Must come to God. Must what? Take note of the word must. Is it must believe that what? All this prayer, they say, Father, if you exist, show yourself. Nonsense prayer. He said, if you must come to God, you must have settled that already. You must believe that he is. Prayer is not the place we test if God is. Prayer is the place we receive what God has done. He said, Father, ah, Father, if you are really God, if, if you are really God, ah, he said, he that must come to God, you must believe that he is. We are not coming to test God in prayer. We believe we are past that state. We believe that he is. Hey! 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 He said, believe he is. Ah. You see the word that must, not sometimes. Father, if you are really God, if you are really God, prove yourself. He said, when you come to God in prayer, you must believe that he is. So when I come to God, God, I know you are there. I know you answer prayers. The second thing is this. He said, he must believe he is, and is what? He is a rewarder. Of them that what diligently seek him. What does that mean? That means that my prayer is never wasted. Hey, that means my prayer is never wasted. He said, I must believe that he is and is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. When I pray, my prayer works. You know the problem with most of us? Most of us always think this way. You know, I'm not sure. God said, don't ever think that way. The way to think that, he's the rewarder. He's the rewarder. If I pray, he rewards it. When I fast, he rewards it. When I sow, he rewards it. God ever forget, God is the rewarder. God is the rewarder. God is the rewarder. God is the rewarder of them that what? Diligently seek him. Hey, all, you know what I mean? All I have to do is to kneel down and answer show up. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Let me say it this way. The more confident you are that your prayer will be answered, the more you see answer prayers. The more confident you are that your prayer will be answered, the more you see answered prayers. Let me show you that, that scripture quickly. Let me show you two, more, two or three more scriptures. This will help you. Mm. Oh, glory to God. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. Hebrews chapter 4. Verse 16. Stop praying as if God is your problem. Father, can, won't you pity me? How can I be at it? It's no boyfriend. 
See, you are praying as if God is. See, stop praying as if God is your problem. He said, He's a rewarder. You can't be praying against, to a God that you think is against you and have faith. Is it that you keep on looking at me? Hold night to the care I need. He will not give it to me. Is that you keep on looking at me? See, already your, your, your prayer is not balanced. The more you have confidence in your prayer, the more your prayer works. And why do, oh, oh my God. Why do people have confidence in their prayer? And why don't they have? Let me show you today. So the question today is that, why do some people have confidence in their prayers? And why do some not have confidence in their prayers? The people that have confidence in their prayers always keep a memory record of all that God has done. The people that lack confidence in prayer are always conscious of what is pending. Look at the story of Joshua. You wonder, why was Joshua different from others? What, what did the Bible say? The Bible says that all the things that Moses did was rehearsed in the years of Joshua. You know what I do? Every night, I mean, I'm not like 100% on it. Almost every night, I get my journal and I write three things I'm grateful for. You know why? I'm programming my mind to always focus on the goodness and the faithfulness of God. Look at those that are depressed. They always use the most negative word in this, in this world. Most negative words. Things are not working. My life is down. I feel suicidal. This, that. It's always those words. Why? Because they are conscious of all the things that have not been done. And let me tell you something. If you want to be honest, you that you think God does not answer prayer, look back. Last year, how many prayers were answered? This year, how many prayers were answered? Is this not you that you are talking about? When you were coming to Lagos, what was your promise? Now you are in Lagos. You have a car. You have a house. It's the fact that you're not married that's your big problem now. That's why God has not answered. Before you enter school, you know all the prayers you prayed. You, you, to enter school, you prayed all these prayers. To not leave the school, you still prayed prayers. Because you entered one chance. Now to come out, they wanted to hold you back. You prayed, you came out. And why you came out? You now say, God, I don't even know if you answer prayers. Will you keep your mouth shut? The reason why is that you are so conscious of what is pending and not conscious of what God has done. And every time you are conscious of your answer prayers, you have more confidence. Hey! 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 See what the Bible says. I'm going to show you the story of Jesus. Hebrews chapter 4. It says, let us come what? Boldly. To this what? And do what? In time of what? Why do you come boldly? The only reason why you are bold is a record of his goodness. So from that place, you just come boldly. No wonder when David faced Goliath, what did he say? He said, the same God that made me kill the bear, that made me kill the tiger. When you are facing a new project that is going southward, not the way you want, you say, that was at its worst in 2000. When COVID came, I got the contract eventually. That was how it won I said business. When that happened, I got it eventually. You say, the God that did not forsake me then. The God that did not forsake me then. He's not here to now forsake me. Can you say amen, somebody? Don't forget so soon. Why, why you begin to pray that way? There's a there's boldness you will feel that no, 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 he can't forget me. I, I remember what he did, 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 he will do this again. Hey, I'm excited. 
John chapter 11, let me show you. Let me show you how Jesus Christ did this. Oh, oh, oh. oh wow, I'm getting too excited. <laughs> Praise God. This Bible is so intoxicating. Praise God. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Before I get excited, I'll fall off right now. Praise God. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even think it's VBSOP. No way. It's BIBLE. Hallelujah. The word of God is intoxicated. I love the Bible. Praise God. It's intoxicating me. You, nobody speaks like Jesus. He will talk, your brain will fly off. Ah! See, <laughs> verse 39, John 11. Lazarus had died. He came to where Lazarus died. See what the Bible says. And Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha said, sister, the sister of him that was there said, Lord, it's stinking. Verse, verse 40. I want to jump quickly. Verse 41. Then they took away the stone from the place where it was. And Jesus lifted up his eyes. Before this time, everybody had blamed him. Everybody had blamed him. If you were here, can you help me? Praise the Lord. You want to close the power? Microphone. Okay, thank you. Okay, I should use this one. Thank you. This time around, what had happened? What happened was this. Lazarus had died. Remember that call for Jesus before he died. Have you ever prayed and things got worse? You were praying for that, your boyfriend of seven years. And after you prayed that, Father, let's move on. He just said, we're breaking the marriage. Ah. He said, Father, I will join the prayer. Let's go to where we were. You are praying. You are praying. You are praying that they will increase the funding the allocation they give you. They say, we well, have caught up everything. They were praying. They've called for Jesus. Lazarus was sick. As soon as they took Jesus Christ, he died two days after. And Jesus Christ got there. They say, if you have been here. Jesus Christ saw how they behaved. The pain. He cried. Because sometimes it's painful. I'm not saying don't cry. Cry, but let your faith be inside. What he cried. See what he says. They took away the stone. When he finished crying, he said, Father, don't embarrass me. Father, why is my own like this? Father, what are you doing to me? Father, what is going on? No! Confidence in prayer. Even though it got worse, he said, Father, I thank God you heard me. He said, Ah! You go to the hospital, you thought you were pregnant. They said, no, 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 no. You were pregnant a month ago, but you lost the baby. And I said, hey. Why, Lord? What are you looking at? My enemies will laugh at me. Ha, ah, I'm now 14, no husband. Hi, why, Lord? Where is the funding come from? They, they say 14 days. This is 15 days. I'm not going to the money. Where is the money for the rent? Jesus did not say all that. What did he say? Lazarus was dead. Things had gotten worse. He said, Father, I thank you. Not that you will hear that that prayer that I offered before I came here, you heard me. You heard me. Lazarus was dead. 
How could you say you hear me? See faith talking. He could see dead Lazarus in the tomb. Yet he said you heard me. You could see your menstrual period. So you are not pregnant. You say father thank you because you heard me. You could see that the deadline for payment has gone. And you have not paid. You say father thank you for you heard me. You could tell that that relationship is over. You say father thank God you heard me. He didn't stop there. He said, Father, thank you that you heard me. The verse 42 says, I knew. He said, even me saying you heard me, he said, it's unbelief. But the reason I'm saying this is because of this people. He says, I knew that you hear me always. Ah, ah, see the confidence. Ah. He says, I knew you hear me always. You always hear me. If I pray in the morning, you hear me. If I pray in the afternoon, you hear me. He said, you hear me always. Question, why was he saying it? Read the next line. He said, I'm saying it because of all these people around me. That they may believe that he has sent me. Then the next thing, he now prayed for Lazarus. Yes or no? No. What was the prayer? No need for prayer. Prayer has been answered. He only did what he had to do. He said, Lazarus, comfort. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? If the prayer has been heard, you just collect and receive. You just declare with your mouth. Because the prayer has been heard. Hey, you shout amen, somebody. Some people, when things get worse, God, and I'm here, serving you every day, every NLP, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm inviting everybody. It's only me you're not here. Look at how the devil has put thoughts in your mind that God does not hear you. Who are you? You're a child of God. He said, Father, I thank you because you always hear me. When it gets worse, before you say nonsense, you say, Father, thank you because you heard me. Father, thank you because you heard me. On that child issue, you have heard me. On that contract, you have heard me. On that project, you have heard me. Father, thank you. This is not the way people think naturally because they speak according to the flesh. We speak by faith. That's how the Bible says we walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by faith, not by sight. About that job, you've heard me. I say about that job, you've heard me. About that child, you've heard me. But I'm Rafa, about that job, he has heard you. He has heard you. He has heard you. He has heard you about the marriage. He's heard you about the funding. He's heard you about the expansion. What do you do? You just rest. And say, Father, I thank you, you've heard me. Why? Prayer walks with confidence. And all of a sudden, what was worse, got better. What was better, got better. And got better. And got better. And got better. First John chapter 5 verse 14. Oh, glory to God. I say 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 glory to God. First John chapter chapter 5 verse 14. I have two more things to say. Let's close quickly, really. Because I want, I want us to oh wow. First John chapter 5 verse 14. At the back, can you help me? Or you can go because I think okay. Let's just go. Want to go? Did you notice? Can you notice the emphasis on confidence? 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 Why? The more confidence you are that your prayers are answered, the more you see it answered. He said, this is a covenant where we ask that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. That means it's the confidence that lets us know that. No wonder when he got there, he said, Father, I thank you for helping me. On this child issue, you've helped me. 
on this job issue, you've heard me. Lift up your hands and say, Father, you've heard me. Say, Father, you've heard me. Say, Father, you've heard me. One lady went to the hospital. She had cancer. We prayed in NLP. She went back. Doctor said, why are you back? I want to do another test. Did another test. The doctor said, your God is alive. They've written that now a document cancer-free. Why? Father, you heard me. We pray and pray and pray. Somebody go and check your body. You not check your body. You're not going to apply for the contract. Just praying, praying, praying. Because you are not there that he heard you. If he heard you, do what you could not do before. Many of you think that God is your problem when it comes to prayer. Where's my, where's my, my friend come? My friend come. There's a lot of things we believe. You think God is your problem when it comes to prayer. Come my friend. This is how you think of prayer. And that's why when I sing some songs, I have to adjust it because some songs are full of unbelief, although they are gospel songs. Face me, my brother. You hear? Today, today. Not tomorrow. Jesus must answer me. Jesus, answer me today. Like, I'm, I'm pulling your chest. I'm not answering you. you, you be going, Jesus. I'm not answering you. Jesus, please. Jesus. Jesus. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Not tomorrow. Jesus must answer me. Because in your mind, God is your problem. God is one holding back the job. I don't sing that song. I've changed it. Today, today, not tomorrow. Jesus has answered me today. Why? The Bible says it's your father's pleasure to give you the kingdom. This is why I think about my prayer. If this is what I want from God, why I'm still saying, Father, in the name of Jesus, God is coming to me with it. That's how I think of my prayer. You will hear some people they say, What's the title of the prayer? Say, Takuti Jesu, Takuti, 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 Demoa, Takuta, Takut. Ah, my God is too generous for that. He said, Before you call, I've answered. He said, Why are you calling? I've heard. He said, I'm able to do exceedingly abundantly. Find the young one you can ask or think. My God is generous. Let me tell you something. One of the things that happens to me when I give my title and offering is this it reminds me that my God is generous. You know why? There's nothing that God can tell you to give that can't give double. So, anything he tells us to do is to be like him. So, if he tells us to be generous, it's because he himself is a generous God. So, when I ask for one, he does ten. When I ask for ten, he does hundred. When I ask for hundred, he does one thousand. This is how you are praying. This marriage issue, Father, give me my husband. Father, pity me, pity me. I will never let you go except you bless me. I will never, Father, this marriage will come inside. Uh-uh. No, you don't know God. You don't know God. They didn't have to force him to come to Lazarus' death. He came himself. He came himself. Do you know that song? Anywhere he went, he was doing good. The, the, if he came to your area, he didn't ask come. When the cripple saw him, they started walking. Anywhere he went, my God was doing good. He's the one that is saying, take your boyfriend, take your project, take your building, take your marriage, take your job. The point is, you are still struggling to ask him that you don't know he's giving you. Most of us, like Adam and Eve, what's Adam and Eve? They are trying to become like God. They were ready to God. And trying to become like God, who they were, they lost who they were. And trying to get what you want, you lose what is given. 
who is God is a rewarder. Listen to me. The things that God said, did we force him? He, by his own free will volition, he said, this is the kind of person I am. He says, I am a rewarder to them that seek me. All I have to do is say, my God is good and kind to me. I receive it. I receive it. It's my receiving day. This week is the week of answer prayers for you. Hey, 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 hey. I say answer prayers everywhere. I say answer prayers everywhere. I'm walking in answer prayers. I'm walking in answer prayers. My prayers are walking. Father, thank you. You always hear me. Stand to your feet, everybody. Declare with me, my father, my father. Thank you because you always hear me. Thank you because you have heard me. You have heard me about my job. You have heard me about my, my project. You have heard me about my education. You have heard me about my children. You've heard me about my finances. You are always hearing me. You are always blowing my mind. I'm walking in answer prayers all around me. I can hear your voice all around me. Answer prayers all around me. Answer prayers all around me. Answer prayers. I'm walking into my testimony. They are testimonies of your power. Lift up your hands and begin to declare. Oh, glory! Declare, 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 declare. Open up your mouth and speak. You always hear me. You always hear me. Have you all glory to God? You have heard me concerning my children. You have heard me concerning my grandchildren. That job is mine because you've heard me. That contract is mine. God, Pataya, the funding has come. Father, thank you because you almost heard me. Amen. Praise the Lord. Daniel, will you come? Daniel, come quickly. Come. Get your things come. Just to help your testimonies. Because some of you are new. You don't know the kind of church you are. This is a church where God is good to us. Forget what they told you. The, you know, God is good to us here. Daniel, they had, he and his wife had a miracle. They had a bill for almost, is it almost fifty or $60,000? They had this huge bill. Will you take off your marks? Today? They had this huge bill for how much? It was about $25,000. $25,000. And it got wiped out. You got... Yes. Uh, so we applied to a hospital in Vancouver and they were like, all the bills for the birth will be sorted out free of charge. Glory to God. They had this bill for $25,000. Just by the... And they're wondering, um, how do we cut everything and you know just make sure everything is right and you know because smart people they have all putting putting the games together they don't know god they say father father supply god say what supply i will blow your mind he called me and said pastor they, they didn't say pay one dime but they say everything wiped out unto him that is able to do exceedingly above what we can ask or think according to his power lift up your hands and say father you are doing it for me also because you are good and kind to me declare that you hear me all the time you've heard my prayers you've heard my prayers i have answer prayers this week i'm stepping to answer prayers i'm stepping to answer prayers i'm stepping to answer prayers hallelujah i call for the job i call for the healing i call for the breakthroughs i call for the answer i call for the freedom i call for the expansion in the name of jesus amen i declare over you today that the goodness of God will be all over your life. That the beauty of God.
God will be seen and felt in your life. The beauty of God will be seen and felt in your career. The beauty of God will be seen and felt in your marriage. It's a season of answered prayers and answered prayers and answered prayers. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. God bless you can have your sets. Oh, wow. I meant to teach about two things. I thought one thing. I thought I just got drunk on the word. I couldn't finish the content. But it's okay. Let's go ahead and give our tithe an offering.